I've been a wrestler for 20 years. Yeah. It's, uh, wow. 2002. Hogan ever wrestled there? No. They wouldn't let him, this, probably. Why did, I think he, why did I think he did? I don't, I don't know why. It's like ringing a bell for him for some reason. I don't know. Most of uh, the AEW roster has been there at some point. The AEW. Are we, are we recording? I got it going. I'll just cut out at the beginning whatever we don't use. So. Gotcha. So how are you feeling? I'm feeling fine. I'm still coughing a little bit, but it's nowhere near as bad as it was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, no, I just, uh, I haven't been sleeping well lately. That's why I didn't head on out there tonight. I just, I'm just exhausted. Yeah. Um, dealing with, uh, car issues, you know, just dealing with some car stuff. And, yeah. uh, we, we find out about the kid with his school. We found out if he gets into school this week. Yeah. Who's number one choice. So stressing about that. Cause I don't want the kid to be let down, you know? Yeah. So we're supposed to find out tomorrow actually is when we find out. So uh, I'm a uh, good luck. Well, what that? I know. Right. Uh, good luck forwarding it. Yeah, <laughs> that's, what no kidding. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. But, um, yeah, man, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a week. We'll say that much because, uh, just to go, go over some stuff. It's like, uh, with one car, the, the tires were getting kind of bald, you know, yeah. and living here in St. Louis, uh, in the wintertime, not exactly the best thing in the world to have bad tires. And uh, when got them on this week, and of course, this week it snows. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't bad this morning. It wasn't too bad. No. But still, you know, when your wife's out driving, you want to make sure she's in, she's in something safe. So yeah, got that done for. But um, I don't know. Did I talk about it on the last episode about my issues with the truck? No, but you had texted me, let me know that you were having some problems. There's always something, dude. It's yeah. always something. <laughs> is it not? I mean, no, it is. I was. I asked my children, "Are you sure you want to be adults at some point in your life? Are you really sure? Because <laughs> it's, yeah. it's the worst thing ever to be an adult." <laughs> but um, so I was driving home, and uh, like, what was it? Not last week, but the week before. And all of a sudden, the power in the truck just—I lose it. I'm going like 10 miles an hour on my exit lane. Luckily, I was on the exit lane right yeah. off of where we live. And I'm trying to hit the gas, and I'm almost hit, I'm almost redlining. And yeah. I go, this is not good. If I'm almost redlining, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. And then it does like my entire the entire truck just jerks on me, and I'm like, oh my god, it's trying to engage. And I'm like, oh my god, I've dealt with that before on two other cars. My my luck with transmissions is not the best in the world. I've lost two cars to transmission issues. Yeah. And uh, so I'm like, oh, this feels just like it. Oh my god. And so you know, do the whole oh boy, here we go. Just because transmissions to repair them are ridiculous, the cost to do them, or re- even or a rebuild or a replacement. That's your two choices. These yeah, days, it seems. And uh, I go through stuff, and I get two opinions. Uh, one from my uh, wife's brother, and he's a, he's he's a mechanic, and then uh, got a family or one of my family members has a friend who's a Toyota mechanic. Yeah, specific to what it, then that's the model of the car, and um, I describe the issue to both people. Right. Yeah. One goes, oh, you're going to be fine. It's not transmission. It just sounds like it's electric. It's an electric issue with giving the signal to the engine to make the shift. And so you're not going to re- need to rebuild. And that's like a big weight off my shoulders because that's a big cost. Yeah, right? that's a huge and cost. Then, oh, and right after Christmas too, right? Yeah. So, and then the Toyota mechanic that I spoke to over the phone goes, oh, no, you're it's dead. You're done. That transmission is done. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I got too far ends of the spectrum. Yeah. Where one is dead, the other one's like, don't worry about it. And me... 
I live in the negative zone where yeah. everything's the end of the world. <laughs> and so take, I, I take, I'm like, I, I can do cars. I'm, I'm not useless when it comes to cars, but mm. when it comes to a transmission, that's a specialty. That's like yeah. saying, Hey, you know, general practitioner, go ahead and do open heart surgery. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing that on my truck. Every so I, take it to the, I take it to an actual transmission shop, yeah. you know, not, not to like anybody, but an actual transmission shop. And, um, Luckily, knock on wood, turns out it was the, uh, it was just the wiring. It was electric, so okay. I didn't have to rebuild. So that's a good part. But the funny part, is, well, not even the funny part, just because it, it taken a while because we had to wait for a part to get shipped in. Yeah. And just, it was, it's not like it's the end of the world. It's just the inconvenience. You never realize how much of it, like, your life is dependent upon just getting around. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just having to get to places. And, uh, Lo and behold, I go there because the guy closes down his shop really early. He closes at four thirty, which yeah. wow, that's just early. I know. Yeah. yeah, it's really early, and uh, so you gotta kind of leave during work and whatnot to take care of it. But I go, okay, hey man, I'm gonna come in there. I'm gonna get you your money, get so I can get my key. Me and my wife will come up here later and we'll pick it up so I can get a ride in to come get it. He's like, cool, let's do that. And uh, I go up late at night. You know, it's dark, you can't see anything. Mm-hmm. Go to the truck, turn the key. Truck's dead. Won't start. <laughs> Won't <No>. even start. <laughs> and I go, you've got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. So I go get the jumper cables, try to jump it. No, that thing was not going to start. I was yeah. like, oh, my God. So I call the dude, leave him a message going, hey, I had to drive the truck here. You had to pull it into the garage, pull it out of the garage. So that thing was running at some point. Yeah. <laughs> so give me a call. Tell me what's going on. <laughs> oh, God. That dude. That dude calls me up. He goes, oh, yeah, I didn't tell you that. I had to jump it twice to get it in and get it out. I was like, I didn't jump it to get it here. And so it's been brutally cold. I think yeah. one day it was four degrees out, you know, so I don't know if that had anything to do with it. But uh, I just, I was just, I just looked at Jenna. What, what else can go wrong? What what else do you want to go wrong? Yeah. <laughs> well, do you so, have an old battery in there? Or do you? And here's the funny part. We've only owned the truck since April of 20. Yeah. So it's owned it less than two years. And we put a brand new battery in when we bought it just to have a safe battery, knowing that this oh, yeah. thing's good. I don't know how old the other one was. Um, put one in there. <laughs> no, we, he, he jumped it. I was able to get it home. And I'm going to go out there a little bit later to see if I can start it up. Because I wanted it to be cold. I yeah. wanted to say it's fully cold. If I can get it to restart, that's great. If not, that battery didn't last me a year and 10 months. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, my God. But luckily, hopefully it is just a battery. And if that's just the case, eh, it's a battery. That's not too bad. Yeah. But what's funny is we needed to borrow a car that can go on the highway. We have a car that has a bad transfer case that we like, oh, that's not smart to drive that on the highway because if that thing, if that transmission on that one goes out, <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be on the highway. Dude. So we try not to drive that on the highway. So if you break down, if it's on a side road, yeah, a little bit easier to get off. I have to worry about blocking five lanes of traffic, right? <laughs> and so we're like, okay, we need a second car that can go on the highway. So we go and pick up a car. Uh, that's been sitting in my, my father-in-law's garage. They just don't use it anymore since Jen's mom passed. And uh, we go to try to fire that one up. Guess what happens with that one, Jay? Can you can, can you guess what hmm. happens with that one? I'm guessing it probably doesn't start. It doesn't start. Correct. Good job. Look at the big brains on Brad. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we try to jump that one. And what's funny is he had the my, my father-in-law had the car running just to show, hey, I you know, make sure it's running because it had been sitting for six months. Yeah. It's just no no activity in that car for six months. So yeah, dead battery. Okay, I get that because it's strange. You just don't you know, if you don't use it, I can see that. 
so he had to start it, then he turned it off. And for some reason, we turned it off and we we're just kind of visiting for the day. So we go back out, ready to fire. Nope, nope, that ain't, that ain't gonna start. Mm. Try to jump it. Not taking a jump. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> so we had to put a new battery in that one. And uh, it's just been, a, it's been, a, it's been a week with cars and things and just life. We'll yeah. Say that. <laughs> and so, I don't know, man. I just, I'm, I'm worn out. I'm, I'm mentally and emotionally worn out with, as far as just trying to do stuff. That's like, if it's not work where I just have yeah. to go, I have to do this. I have to, otherwise everything else. I'm like, I just don't care. I yeah. Don't care. <laughs> so I'm ready for this week to be over. I'm really ready. for. This yeah, week I, to be over. I could imagine. So man, that's, yeah, I'm done, that's dude. a lot to I'm deal done. with. Man. And then that's what's funny. Saturday morning. Gotta go coach the first graders in basketball. Uh. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's what I've been doing this winter is dealing with that too. So it's fun. They're, they're, they're cute kids. And it's, it's, it's good for me. You know, it keeps me young that way. It yeah. keeps me active. But, um, Man, it's it's brutal. Yep. <laughs> it's brutal. <laughs> I mean, even coaching older kids, it's it's rough at times. But man, yeah, those can. young ones, they're, they're diff- different challenges. Yes. Different challenges for sure. So, um, but hey, you know, it's good for me. It's 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 good karma for everything bad I do in my life. I guess this helps wash out the bad a little bit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. So, so are you at least having a beer tonight? No, I don't. I don't. Well, I might have to go see if anything's cold. I don't even have anything in the fridge. I'll see if it's. It, I keep it in the basement, so maybe if it's in the basement, it'll be cold enough. Yeah. So I'll just see if I have one. But no, I wasn't. I wouldn't even playing on it because I drink one. I might fall asleep at the keyboard. <laughs> to be honest with you, I'm so tired. Well, I've got to go to bed. I've been going to bed around two, two thirty every night. I think just staying up, just thinking, that's figuring out. That's like two hours before I get up. See, yeah, and I, I get I get up with the kids. Six thirty is when the first alarm goes off. And I'm the worst example. I'm like, I am an awful father of my kids as far as an example of how you're supposed to be dealing with your life where I get up and I go, I go in the rooms and I go, get up. And then I go back to bed. I just go lay down. I don't really fall asleep, but I go lay down. Yeah. And I did fall asleep today and I fell, I fell back asleep for 15 minutes. And you had thought for 15 minutes, I was asleep for seven hours. Yeah. <laughs> it felt great. The 15 minutes. Oh yeah. It's not good. It's not, it's not healthy. It's not the best thing to do, but I just, I just don't function like normal society where I can just get up and be up and then (laughs) I just don't do it. But once I'm, once I get going, I'm outside and you you let that cold St. Louis winter air hit you, then you're up. Oh, then you're up. for Sure. That definitely (laughs) wakes you up. I don't know if you've reached this point yet or not, where I I do this every year where I reach that point where I go, okay, I'm done. I'm done with winter. I've checked out. I can't do it anymore. It's just too cold. Cause I go, what good does this cold do anybody? It does nobody any good. This uh, is ridiculous. If I could move someplace without the cold, I would be so happy because my breathing right. is horrible. It's I've gotten to the point where I have to wear a scarf around my mouth so I can breathe warmer yeah. air. Yeah. Yeah. It's the dryness too, right? It's yep. the dry that, that hurts it. Yeah. Your bronchioles or whatever. Yeah. yeah man. It's just a, yeah, dude, it's just been, it's been a week. Yeah. Um, and then I gotta I gotta watch my my sister's kids tomorrow be coming over. So yay, <laughs> more <laughs> kids in my house. Get up in the morning, coach basketball. Uh, I almost tell, I'm ready, I'm ready to tell Jen. I think Saturday night. I think me and you're gonna get some tacos and some margaritas. I'm gonna drink the shit out of some margaritas. <laughs> you're, you're due for it. I think so, man. I think so. Try. I'm. I'm. We need to stop going out as much as we have, but because we try to do date night quite often. Because we there's a long stretch there where we we stayed away from date night just to try to um, save money. You yeah. Know? And uh, but then we kind of realized, hey, no, it's more important to go out on date nights and and keep that going. Spend the money. That's a good thing to spend the money. On. Just budget for it accordingly, and we yeah. do pretty good about it. Yeah, we we're bad about going out on date nights, but we're going to Mexico yeah. next month, so. 
right, well, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I got my invite, sir. No, it's okay. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> Unfortunately, we'll be there for Super Bowl. So? <laughs> I wouldn't care. I, I, I usually go to a big beer share on Super Bowl, yeah. so I'm, I'm missing that this year, and I'm disappointed. Yeah. No, I, uh, I was in Mexico for the 04 World Series. It was fun, though. It was really fun for the World Series. We were down there because we were the big group. It was a group of about 15 of us, I think. Yeah. I don't know, just a lot of us. Yeah. Uh, enough to be almost, you know, enough to be double digits. And being the group from St. Louis, we were like, we were the head of the place, like the head of the resort. Because oh, yeah. they're like, you guys are way into this. I was like, you have no idea. <laughs> this is like, I was like, this is a big, this is, it was a huge deal. Huge. Too bad that World Series sucked. It did. It was awful. Yeah. It was fun because we were still all, you know, it was, you had a, you know, all inclusive resort and drinking, you know, and yeah, you know, and then people that were there that had no rooting interest at all, they were rooting with us, you know, yeah. right? Because they were like, oh, we'll join the party and be in with it. And um, so yeah, it was, that was a that was a stinker. Yeah. But um, eh, two two years later, right? We got to we got to celebrate two years later. So yeah, with a much inferior team. Yeah. Well, hey, still. Yeah. Still, you take them where you can get them. So, yeah. so Mexico. So, uh, so what's the occasion? Um, we just knew some other people that were going and asked if we wanted to come yeah. along. So we said sure. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, that's, I've had another buddy of mine that went, went recently, and then oh, your brother, he went recently. Yeah, too. he did. Yeah, um, last month. Merlin's going soon. Yeah. So how's that going to work for you as far as getting in back, into the country and back out of the country? Everything going to be okay? Because you just had COVID. Everything's okay yeah. as far as getting back well, in and out? You you don't have to show anything to get into Mexico. You just have to have a negative <laughs> test to get back into the <laughs> get back in. Yeah. They're like, I don't care if you got COVID because we're sending all of our COVID your way. So yeah. it doesn't matter. Sorry, I don't want to get political. I'm not going to yeah. get political. But still, <laughs> I think we can all be realistic that when they're coming, we're not checking. Yeah. <laughs> So if you test positive while you're down there, they have rooms set aside that you get to stay in free of charge, mm-hmm. but no alcohol. You're like, oh, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, you've checked it. <laughs> yeah. You checked it. <laughs> we were looking that's at it before weird. we got it. So yeah. the chances so of did, us- did, it hit, did it hit just you and the kid, I think? Or did it hit anybody else in the family? Uh, Aaron had it too. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. three of the five of us. So was it the, was this the second round for both of y'all or just the first time? I can't remember if you said you had it before or not. Yeah, we did. You had it, right? Yeah, she. It was weird because in 2020, Aaron had it in August and I had it in December. Gotcha. Okay, so yeah, so but this time through, we both got it. So but yeah, I'm glad you're both okay. Seem to be doing just fine. So yeah, that's good. I mean, well, you're dealing with your breathing stuff, but you you you're you have you've had breathing problems regardless of COVID. So yeah, <laughs> this so, just I mean, right? makes it worse. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. And how, how, how about the wife? How's she doing with it? She good? She back she's, to normal? She's back to normal. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, you know, the, the cron I'm hearing is not as bad. If that's the version that you had, I'm hearing that's, it's, it's not great, but it's not as bad as the one where it feels like a train ran over you. you yeah. Know, no, it wasn't bad at all. I worked, I worked the whole time instead of using my two weeks of COVID time again. Yeah. Save that for another one, yeah. <laughs> or you can just say, "Oh, it's December, right around Christmas." I think I got the vid, man. <laughs> well, that's how it worked last time because it was yeah. two weeks before Christmas, and yeah. so my boss is like, "Take your vacation time off the calendar. Use the COVID time." There you go, man. So yeah. I got I got to use the full two weeks. Yep. Yep. So yeah, that's a that's real life for you. As far as instead of nerding out there for a little bit, I thought I'd share. I don't know if it's entertaining, but yeah. it's life. <laughs> At start, least it, start the show it, on the downer. Well, you know, hey, yeah. it's just. And I, I I don't 
know if you're the same way as me or not, but when when inconveniences happen in your life, you're, I, I get so down. I'm the worst. I, yeah. I know how bad of a human being I am, <laughs> you know, as far as just the negativity that I, I protrude to the rest of the world when it comes to this stuff. But uh, it's just, I know things could be worse. You could be dealing with cancer. You could have real problems. You could have addiction. Yeah. You could have your house catch on fire. You know, really, really bad things in the world could be happening. But to me, it's like, this is the end of the world. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're we're down do to one car for a week. Right. Yeah. And and how bad is that really? Right. You know, yeah. and it's not, it's not bad. It's not bad at all. And, um, you know, blessed to have family support and all that stuff. But yeah. it just makes for funny stories when it's just, you realize when one thing bad, like, for example, you with Thanksgiving or whatever, when the, the oven went down, it's yes. like, you're like, Oh my God, I hate life. Why know. now? <laughs> First know? world problems. Right. And he's yeah. like, well, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Right. First world problems. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We're not, we're not struggling for water. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so we're able to cook our food. Right. Yeah. I know. Right. Yeah. It's just, yeah. I just wish I could handle it, uh, handle it better. I'm trying to, as I get older, I want to be the guy in the commercial. I don't, know, I don't know if this commercial rings a bell. It's where he's driving his uh, truck and he's got his horse. He's got his horse trailer on the back and the horse are in there and he it's overheated engine. He just gets out. He's all cool and calm and collect about it. And me, I would be like, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be the cool and calm and collect guy, but nah, that's not going to happen. I don't know. I guess I'm just not wired the right way. Yeah, I'm, but not, I'm the same way. Yeah. I just need to be wired a little different. I'm hoping the age will, will tame me a little bit. How about that? I, I got I got to hit the 40 year old milestone and I'm like, okay, now I, that's, this is when it happens, right? My testosterone will start declining a little bit and maybe I'll get better. About it. That's when you turn old and crotchety though. So oh, man, now I'm already that way already. So just think how bad it's going to be I know. for me. It's even worse. Your poor wife and kids. Right. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my goodness. It's too funny. So there you go. There's, there's real life recap. How about there's a real life recap. You want to go to an AEW recap? Now? Yeah, let's, let's, let's do AEW. We can, <laughs> we can just touch on it real quick. Cause dynamite was awesome. Did you watch it? I did. I did. I, um, it was cool. And, um, I'm going to go right to the best part when we were Dan Housen. Yes. Dan Housen finally appeared, but it wasn't, he he was. I wanted more. I guess I don't deserve it yet because they want to build the mystery around him. I guess, or the I, mystery around him. I guess. I, I think know. so. But that was just perfect for his yeah. debut, just to come out and just stand there and then just walk to the back. Because I know one of his things is he hypnotizes like his opponent or something like that, right? Or yeah. Does he hypnotize the crowd? I don't know which one he does. He, like, he does something, right? Yeah. And I, was that what he was trying to do, or is he just making the weird pose and I, just being weird for weird? Just sake? being weird. Okay. Yeah. So that's cool, and even or they pan the they, they, they pan the camera over to Cassidy, and, and he's, he's just staring like, at him. Who's this guy? <laughs> they all know who he is, right? Yeah, but still. yeah, because he's he, they're friends actually. Yeah. Oh, him and Orange. Oh, I, I saw a match. You actually sent me a match of theirs. Yeah. So I remember that. And they were on so the really, they were on the Jericho cruise together, and oh, in, really? in the ring yeah. at the same time. Okay, so I I'm thinking this guy he. Well, I don't know if they'll give him a big push. I don't think he'll need one because the fans, the fans already know. Yeah, and he, they'll, they'll, he's already over with the fans, so he doesn't need a giant push. So I don't know. I'm I'm really curious who they'll match him up with first. With coming out against Cole, do you think that's who they'll match him up with? Maybe because I'm hoping they're done with the Cole Orange Cassidy stuff. Well, after this match, it was a great match. The, it was the uh, lights out match. It was really really entertaining. Although it was kind of an odd ending with the hug. Yeah, <laughs> that was a little weird, but. 
Well, okay, I, I had a friend text me. He said, that was just kind of silly. I'm like, yeah, but yeah. AEW embraces the silliness of wrestling. Correct. Yeah, yeah, they do. Because well, <laughs> I think it goes under the radar a little bit. And, and remind me if I'm on, it was either Rampage or this one. I can't remember what, what the fight was. Jade Cargill, uh, she fought Anna Jay. Yeah, that was on the Rampage one. last week. Does, do, do you remember the match at all? Yeah. Anna, Johnny Anna Jade, was out there. Yeah. Anna Jay did everything in the match, too. Yeah. And uh, Hungy goes over to Cart and they flex off at each other. Yeah. And Hungy's just talking smack right to it. I, he's just, he, every single time the guy is on camera, I can't not laugh. The yeah. dude is hilarious. He's yeah. so funny and entertaining. So, so do you, that, that do you great. watch BTE on YouTube? No, I, I don't. Okay. No. So no, that's um, the Young Bucks kind of vlog. Yeah. But it's got skits that tie into the shows. Yeah. So like the whole budge thing came from that. Yeah. 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 For the last couple of weeks, Jade Cargo will do do something rude to somebody and then all of a sudden the camera pans and there's John Silver and he's like, That bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I thought Anna Jay did okay against her. She held her own, you know. Yeah. I mean they're both because they're not gonna take the belt away from her for a really long time, I feel. At least I, I think she'll have a long run with it, yeah. to be honest. And oh. Anna Jay made her made Jade looked like a halfway competent wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. And she's, she's so, she missed a lot. I don't know if you remember the match. Yeah. Very particularly, but I saw, she messed up multiple times and blue moves pretty bad, to be yeah. honest with you. But um, she's still young. She's still, you know, as far as the business goes. So we'll see if she can, you know, bring her game up a little bit. Yeah. So that stood out to me. Um, of course, the Orange Cassidy uh, Adam Cole fight stood stood out to me. And I'm just trying to think of anything else that kind of stands out. There was the um, uh, Cody Sammy match to start the night. The- that was a great match. That really was, and and that's because Cody's a free agent now. He's is he leaving because he got his TV obligations? I guess. No, he. <coughs> oh, sorry. Um, no, he's just. I think they're playing it up now for the angle, but. His contract went on at the beginning of the year when he was supposed to have his rematch with Sammy. He was supposed to come in and sign a new contract, mm-hmm. but because of COVID, he had to fly out. So he was he hasn't signed a contract yet. Okay. That's what the story is, at least. I don't know if he has signed it and they're just trying to play it up for the publicity of it. Okay. But he's not going anywhere. All right. Yeah. Um... So that stood out. Yeah, um, they had the uh, yeah. ladder to ladder stunner, which oh, I was know, right? unreal. Was awesome. Yeah, and he did well. He did crossroads off the top of the ladder. That was pretty cool. Yeah, um, See, I just don't know how they can take that punishment, dude. That I has know. to hurt so bad, yeah. right? Yeah, it and does. Then, oh, I forgot to mention this. I don't know if we talked about it last time, and I don't remember what episode it was on. Jake the Snake's making appearances here and there. Yeah, he's been out with Lance Archer for okay. least the last year or so. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see. I didn't know that. I saw Jay. I was like, "Whoa, hey, good for him." God, yeah, he yeah, was. Um, he was off TV when Lance was off, but he was off a little bit before that. Even uh, okay. I don't know. I don't remember his health issues or what. But he looks yeah. rough. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, he does. Yeah. It's not. It's not spring chicken. So. Yeah. But um, no. Back to the Sammy uh, and um, Cody fight. Um, I look at that stuff and I go, I it hurts so much just when me and my kids are wrestling around a little bit and they just jump on me or land on me a little bit. Yeah. Can you imagine something going from as high as a twelve foot ladder <laughs> and landing on you? Yeah. I, I, 
and I would even, die. <laughs> they can I mean, break a rib or something, right? Yeah. I don't know how but, they do it, man. I mean, they're trained to take on it, yeah. but it's still got to hurt. Yeah. And, and I guess they, their bodies have gone through enough bumps. It, it, it's like kind of building a callus to it, maybe. Yeah. But of course, it still hurts. And that always leads to the, um, you know, the painkillers and the alcohol and yeah. course, all that stuff. That's something we didn't, the Moxley return. I guess we didn't yeah. touch on that, did we? But no, that we wasn't, I don't know. Are you a big Moxley guy? He's okay. For I, mean, I don't know. If I'm, a, I'm not a big Moxley guy, to be honest with you. I mean, he is what he is. He's he's your brawler. He'll come in and yeah, have the have the good street fight. But like technical mm-hmm. wrestling, I don't care for him. No, kind of. That's why. And I felt like didn't feel like they were giving him a big push that they were trying to push him towards like the heavyweight belt and saying that he's going to be a champion. Didn't it feel like that for a little bit. They were going to, and I think. Uh, Brian Danielson's heel turn came quick because Moxley mm-hmm. went out. Gotcha. So, so uh, yeah, and, well, I think those two, then it was him and it was those two that faced off a little bit right there at the end, right? When Moxley was walking out? Yes. Okay, make sure I remember correctly. So. Yeah. yeah. Which will be um, a, f- a fun match. I mean, Danielson will get the best out of him. Danielson makes everybody better. He does. He's just that good of a wrestler. So. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know anything else that you would want to touch on on AEW. I don't think so. Yeah, it's still I'm still enjoying it. Nothing, yeah. you know. I I keep coming back. That's for sure. You know, we're finally um, getting the uh, MJF Punk matchup Wednesday oh, night. That's been good. They've been doing that pretty well. I'm waiting for the Wardlow turn on that. I'm waiting for him to. I, I think I might. I think I might come with the match. He's, I don't know because he um, he was very reluctant to give him that power bomb into yeah. the chair. It, was so. pretty, it wasn't one of his, it was a pretty weak one to be honest with you. Yeah. He didn't really go full, full game busters on it. So yeah, I'm waiting, I'm waiting for that to happen. Um, it's going to, the, the turn from Wardlow is going to happen. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. And, and I then, think um, that'll be MJF's next feud will be Wardlow. That'd be cool. Yeah. But then again, but Wardlow is not good on the mic. So I don't know. Yeah. Don't know no, we haven't really so. seen him on the mic, so he's always just been the enforcer. So That's it'll be interesting to see what he can do. Yeah. Um, what was that? Oh, I and I've not been watching the other the other product. We'll say I haven't mm-hmm. been watching WWE, but every now and then my YouTube feed because I've been watching some clips I sent you. Yeah, and uh, it brings up the Brock Lesnar stuff that's going on for pre Rumble as far as him versus Lashley. I don't know. Do you pay attention to any WWE at all? And not really. I, SmackDown pops up on my Fox Sports app, so I'll mm-hmm. have it on in the background, but it's on one of the small TVs, so I don't listen to it. <laughs> so. Brock Lesnar's on the mic now, actually, a little bit more. I don't think I've ever heard him on the mic, to be honest with you, before this. Because this is like his comeback after he's been gone for a while, I guess. Yeah, yeah, because uh, Heyman's using his voice. Correct, but Heyman's been with, linked up with uh, Roman, Roman Reigns. Reigns. Yeah, But then it looks like Heyman's going back with Lesnar. Yeah. And uh, what's your thoughts on Paul Heyman? Where, where, where do you fall as far as a Heyman guy? I'm a Heyman guy. I think I'm a big time Heyman. That guy is so good at what he does. He is, he, and he's he's a good promoter. He did a lot with ECW to make yeah. that into a viable third option back at the time. Yeah, and he's just a very charismatic guy and knows how to work yeah. the crowd. Yeah, he does very good on the mic. And I'm just like this guy. I like Heyman a lot. I really do. And I actually really like. I don't know if I've sent you clips or not, but when they do, that's like a Inside the Ropes or whatever the podcast is or mm. the live events that he does. He captivates an audience. He captures them, and he, yeah. he holds their attention. He's just a great storyteller. So yeah, um, 
yeah, that's what I, I've caught a little bit of that. And it almost makes me interested because of the rumbles here in St. Louis. So I'm like, oh, man, if you could get uh, tickets cheap enough, which everyone's complained about how bad the product of WWE is. But mm-hmm. according to some stuff I've seen on Facebook, it's not easy to get tickets to Royal Rumble. I, I don't know if they're sold out, but apparently, I don't know. I got offered I, thought, a, I got offered a ticket today, but I can't go without Will, so... Uh, yeah, yeah, he'd hate you for that. <laughs> yeah, I, I told so, him that too, and he's like, "Well, you could have gone." I said, "No, yeah. dude, I'm not going to go without you." Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Nah, that's good. That's a good move right there. Yeah. So, yeah, no, that's uh that's the only other thing wrestling related that I've been kind of keeping up on a little bit. But um, I don't know. Rumble would have been cool to go to. I've never been to one. I haven't either. They're kind of fun. Yeah. Um, because I saw a clip on the Ric Flair Rumble from like 1992. Maybe mm-hmm. where where Flair came in at like number four or something like that, yeah. and he went the distance. Or yeah, something like, it was a long, like an hour and a half that he was in the in the match or whatever. So, so what will be interesting about that is they're bringing in um, uh, I can't think of her name. She's the Impact Champion right now, so they're kind of opening the mm-hmm. Forbidden Door now. Um, Mickey James. Oh, okay, yeah, she's coming in for the Rumble, and there's rumors that on the men's side, they're going to bring in somebody. And there was talk of Danielson and Moxley and Jericho. Hmm. But I, I coming in the Royal rumble. Yeah. Because they're allowed to take independent booking. So I don't know how WWE would classify, but as long as it doesn't interfere with AEW, they can, they can work other shows. Interesting. I knew they could do independence. I just didn't know that they can go to the other one. You know what I mean? Going to WWE. So. Yeah. And they were doing Impact for a while. They had a, an agreement because Christian was the Impact champion. Okay. And carrying the belt on Dynamite. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So that would be cool. Yeah, that would be cool if they showed up there. That would be, be really fun. I think it would be – yeah, if I were you, I would have taken the ticket. <laughs> I think I would have taken the ticket to be honest. Yeah. I know you wanted to be there with your kid to share the experience with you, but have you ever been to a Rumble in person? No, I haven't. See, that's why it's like, ah, oh, man. When was the next one ever going to come back here? You, know, yeah. you never know. I I really don't care. I half the wrestlers would probably come out, and I'd be like, I, I have no clue. Who this I guy don't is. know who it is. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> Who's this person now? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, all right. Well, there's your WWE recap. So I think what we teased last time, we said you were going to give us some uh, some books or some comics or what are we doing. Pop. Yeah, yeah, Remember books and comics 21? from last year. Yeah, but this okay. isn't necessarily stuff that came out last year. This is just what I read last year. Okay. So I, I will say my three favorite books, though, were all released last. No, not th- uh, two through four were all released last year. Are these comics or are these just uh, D- These are actual books. Okay. So I'll, I'll just fly through the list real quick. Um, there's a series of Firefly books based off the Joss Whedon show. Okay. And, and I read the second book. I like them because they're quick reads and they kind of give backstory to some of the characters that we didn't get from the show. Um, the first of many Neil Gaiman books on my list uh, was Neverwhere. It's a um, kind of a modern fairy tale where you have London up, like London above, which is the regular city, and then you have London below, which is where like the fairies and different mystical creatures live. And so it was about a guy that gets kind of pulled down into that to help uh fairy uh find out who killed her parents. Okay. Yeah, uh, I, th- I think I've heard you talk about it before. Yeah. Um, honorable mention, Star Wars Light of the Jedi. It was the first uh, High Republic book. Okay. It was just okay. So I don't – I got some of the other High Republic stuff. I don't know if I'm going to read it. 
Um, the Prisoner of Cell 25. It's a young adult series called Michael Vay. I think I told you about it for your kids. Yeah, you told me about this. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I read I read the first book. It was okay. Yeah. For, I mean, it was a young adult novel, so it was hard to get into like the high school stuff. Yeah. But um, one thing that they did is I mean, it's it's a, essentially a superhero book. You mm-hmm. don't really get an origin story. He's already got his powers and he's hiding them from people. So okay. I thought that was an interesting twist. Yeah. And then I read a Robotech book that came out back in the 80s that I read when I was like 12. And man, that was a rough read. Robotech. Yeah. Do you remember Robotech? It was uh, based off an anime series uh, about uh, an alien spaceship crashes on Earth. The Earth uh, unites to figure out how the ship works and start building their own things. So they have these planes that transform into... um, like robots and then hybrid that's kind of got legs, but they still have the wings. Okay. It didn't really hold up. I got it more for my kids to read. Melon started reading it and she said it was too confusing. So she gave up on it. Yeah. Will wants she to read it at some point. Yeah. I, to go back to your point, as far as just having a, a take on, you know, YA books, young adult books, when they're well done, they're really good. Yeah. They're really, really good. Like Hunger Games. Yeah. I, I, the writing in that, they don't dumb down the writing. Yeah. The yeah. Harry Potter so, books were that way. Yeah. And uh, so it just depends on what you get, you know? Yeah. It's, you got to remember who, who the audience is. It's not for, because it's funny if you ever go back and look at your kids, like, uh, like my, my eighth grader, he, uh, <laughs> when you look at his writing, you can see the formulation of someone that's trying to turn in, into an adult thought. You yeah. know and I, what I mean by that? Not having one run-on sentence that's a whole paragraph that's a run-on, <laughs> you know? Yep. And uh, as far as speaking in a certain manner, you can see there's that rough transition between... I don't know if you've ever gone back and read papers that you wrote back in high school or something like that. And you kept I don't know if you kept any of your work, but I've done that. I've gone back and read some of my old papers. Yeah. And I read it now as an adult, and I go... I was retarded. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest with you. I go back to stuff I wrote 20 years ago that's on online and I'm like, man, yeah. that this is not good. Yeah, right? <laughs> so it it comes with practice and time, I yeah. think. Yeah. comes with practice and time. So Yeah. So yeah, a YA novel, I I give it I I don't I don't judge them too harshly to be honest with you. Yeah. I yeah. I told them I'd read the rest of the series. There's seven of them. It was pretty quick read. Um mm-hmm. They said the first and second ones aren't even the best ones, so okay. I'll, I'll keep going with it. So I just pulled up on Google mm-hmm. comic books 2021. Okay. Uh, I'm going to switch over comics real quick. Because okay. I, 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 I thought you were done with books. Are you done with books? No. I get, oh, sorry. Um, well, I'll just go through them quick, though. So uh, Artemis by Andy Weir. Yep. That was and, number 10. Yep. We got that, yep. Yep. We got that in the house. Um, different than The Martian, but still had that science aspect of it that made it Seemed like he knew mm-hmm. what he's talking about. Yeah. Uh, number nine, it was a book called Smash. Green Day, The Offspring, Rancid, No Effects, and the 90s Punk Explosion. You talked about that before. Yeah. yeah. Or you did that, uh, a good review. Yeah. Um, eight was uh, Leviathan Wakes. It's the first book of The Expanse. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a good book. I haven't been able to get into the show the same way I got into it. Uh, it's basically about a war between Earth, Mars, and people that live on a colony in space. Um, seven is the graveyard book from Neil Gaiman. It was his jungle 
uh, Jungle Book meets a graveyard setting. Okay. Um. So that would so then six would be the wax pack. It was a baseball. Yeah, it's a baseball book. This guy bought a pack of 1987 tops. Okay. And wanted to find out what each one of the players in the pack were up to. Okay. So uh, of like the 15 cards in the pack, 14 of them were still alive, and he met with 13 of them. The only one he didn't get to meet was Carlton Fisk. Okay. Because Fisk would Fisk wouldn't do it. Uh, well, but it's about him. He travels across the country and meets all these players and find out like how their life has turned out since they've stopped playing. And it was really interesting. And he also pulled in like what was going on with him at the time as he travels across the country. That sounds like a good documentary. Yeah. To make. I hope they did. Is it, or was it just a book? It was just a not... book. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, I know he should have taken, taken Absolutely. video. Of it. That would have been captivating to watch actually. You yeah. Know what I mean? Okay. Oh, interesting. All right. Number five was barrel aged stout and selling out goose Island, Anheuser Busch, <laughs> and how craft beer became big business. Yeah. So it, I, yeah, that's definitely right up your alley. Yeah. yeah right and I had heard it was a good book, and I I really enjoyed it. And hearing about like the the progress Goose Island made, and then how they kind of had to to sell to AB to get to the next level. Because mm-hmm. AB couldn't figure out never, how to do craft. You beer. can never begrudge a small company like that when you're trying to uh, grow your business. Yeah. I mean. I, I can't hate on someone for that. You know, you try to keep the spirit of the, of the business alive, but you know, you you're beholden that. Cause when I think about small companies like that, you're not just employing yourself and a buddy or something. Like that. I bet you they have, you know, you got to worry about everybody in the company. I'm yeah. Sure you can get them paychecks. So yeah. I get that. The people in goose Island were kind of split on it after it happened. Cause uh, yeah. they were able to get their beer in more places. And then like the big flagship beers were able to be made at an AB facility so they could focus on stuff like Bourbon County and trying to make new things. Mm-hmm. But AB was just so big about uh, pushing beer and yeah. trying to get as many taps. And it, it was just a different environment for some of the people and they didn't like it. Yeah. Yeah. AB is going to have their way with it or MBEV actually. Yeah. All right. So number four is Billy Summers by Stephen King. I, Picked that up from the library, and I tried to start reading it. Didn't happen. Really? <laughs> it just didn't happen, dude. Yeah, I tried. I just could, I read like a first couple of pages, and I just yeah. I, I I probably would have enjoyed it to be honest with you. If I would have given it some more effort, but I gave it about as minimal effort as possible to try to read it to be yeah. perfectly honest. It it was interesting because it was totally different than a lot of Stephen King stuff, but I really liked. He, he stuck the landing on this one, which is hard for him to do sometimes. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, number three is another baseball book. It's called Clubby, a minor league memoir. Um, okay. So this guy, Greg Larson, he's uh, he was a baseball clubhouse attendant in college and was able to catch on with uh, the low A team, or no, a short season A team for the Baltimore Orioles. And it was just about him working in their clubhouse for two seasons and washing jerseys and getting to do all this stuff and mm-hmm. just the struggles the minor league leaguers have where he's sitting there like washing jerseys and making more money than they are. Oh, wow. And then wow. they had to tip him and pay clubhouse dues every week on top of it. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't know they had to do that. Yeah. 
So it, it's just a good inside look of minor league baseball. And um, I we got to talk with the author on PC Bombcast, and he was a really cool guy. And mm-hmm. he said it just it was the worst being mm-hmm. in that position because you become friends with these players and you feel really bad because they're six guys living in a one room apartment and then they come yeah. in and give you two or three dollars a week to buy peanut butter and jelly to make them sandwiches after games. <laughs> yeah. But all that just to live the dream, right? You yeah. Whatever it takes. So, yep. I get it. Yeah. That's it. That's, that's two good baseball books. Those are really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not your typical like biography or uh, yeah. statistical book. Yeah. So, all right. Number two was storytellers, tales of life and music from Dave Grohl. I remember you talking. Yeah, you talked about that. Yeah. That, that was number two. On your, I, the, and this is in order of what you like, what you enjoyed them the most. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. So, and I mean, it wasn't like a biography where he runs through his whole life. He, each chapter is just a story of something that's happened. Yeah. So, like, there's a chapter on touring Europe with Nirvana. A uh, chapter on what it was like after Kurt died. So mm-hmm. re- really interesting look at his life and something he could actually do more with these of. Yeah. And then my favorite book I read was The Ocean at the End of the Lane by Neil Gaiman. Yeah, um, you've been, you, you talked about that a couple yeah, times. Yeah. Yeah. So anytime Neil Gaiman puts a book on, I, I'll probably end up getting it. And, but you said that these were, these weren't published in 21. They were just your, what you read here yeah. in 21. Correct? So, okay. So Billy Summers clubby and storyteller all came out in 2021. Okay. So Very interesting. Yeah. So that's a good, that's, I can't believe you've read that many books. I don't have pictures in them. <laughs> I, I read eight, 18 books last year. Wow, man. Yeah. That's dedication right there. That's dedication. That's you not being on your phone. Yep. And it means that when you're taking dumps, you're reading books and not on your phone. Well, if I'm on my phone and taking a dump, it's usually I'm reading comics on my Marvel app. <laughs> so, and you're not getting distracted with other stupid stuff. Yeah. See, that's good. That's good. That's that's a good goal to have, man. Yeah. I, wish I, should, I should do better as well. I spend too much time on my phone sometimes. Just pointless, stupid stuff. Yeah. That's sort of no purpose. And you're sitting there being angry at some anonymous person that you'll never meet in their entire life just because you guys don't agree on something or... You stay up like me if I stay up like till three or three or four in the morning looking at Lego stuff on Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so that's something I got to do better in my life as far as, you know, be more productive, read a book, yeah. <laughs> you know, be a little bit more intelligent with your time. Right. I've already so. finished two books this year. Jesus. I'm, does mouse count as a book? I'd put that There's as a comic. Oh man, that should be a book. I'm telling you that much. It's too, it's too serious. Yeah. <laughs> to be, <laughs> too serious. Of a, I'm not done with it by any means. I'm, I'm, I'm halfway through. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing. It so is. Far. It's it, really good. Yeah. And I understand now why it's on a lot of people's lists of all time. All, it's an all timer kind of thing. Yep. And it's something and you can go back and reread every five, it's, 10 it's years. Not, it's not like something that where we talk about it, where it didn't age well, this is something that you can't say that about. Yeah. You know? So Kind of like that uh, eternal panel that I sent you. Eternal panel that you sent me? I, I sent it to you a week or two ago. I was mm-hmm. reading the original Eternal comic. Oh, yeah. We're, yeah, I do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. We had that small little discussion about how horrible like 70s comics were. Yeah. Us. There's so yeah. much writing and it's so long winded and just. Oh, just get well, to the point. <laughs> well, this well, you know how we see like those Batman ones yeah. where it's like 
Batman's putting down Superman or Superman's putting down Lois Lane. Yeah. It's along those lines because it was yeah. uh, the deviants were attacking New York. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know who said it. <coughs> Might have been Makari. But he's yeah. like, I know you will, Cersei. My guess is that you've beaten off a few of already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just how the terminology has changed between now and back then, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Where certain things mean something a little bit different these days. Yeah. So, yeah, no. And speaking of Eternals, no, I still not watched it. I have not made any effort whatsoever to watch that. I, uh, I'm letting Boba Fett go uh, until it's done. I'm not going to, I'm just going to try to, I'll, I'll binge it when it's all out, I think. I yeah, know. I'm, I'm curious to get your take on it. Yeah, I just did not like the first episode, but maybe if I rewatch it, I can continue on with the story. If it's all done at once, maybe it'll make more sense to me. It'll be a little more intriguing to me, I guess. Yeah. Because I saw some online, I guess it might be a spoiler, and I don't mean to spoil it for you or anything like that, but rumor about possibly up. a crossover. Yeah. Crossover between Mandalorian and, and Book of Boba Fett. Is that, yep. is, is that already known kind of thing? Or did Mandalorian, I guess he already showed up? Um. Yeah, this week's episode. He shows up. Yeah. See, so that's not, it's not, you're not going to spoil it for me. I mean, that, that just makes sense. They yeah. do that. Boba, Boba Fett wasn't that. even in the episode. Yeah. And and they're going to take that, a uh, Marvel approach to the fact that they got a Marvel guy in there doing yeah. the Star Wars stuff. Let's make it a big universe and crossover yeah. and stuff like that. So it made sense that they would do that. So. All right. So you got some comics you want to <laughs> talk about that you read? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I'm not that I've read, but I'm, I want to just throw a few titles out here and see if you've heard anything about it. Okay. Um, because, uh, let's see, um, that's just what popped up on Google as I don't know if they're the best books of 21, but just it's at the top of the list. Yeah, we'll say um, Beta Ray Bill got a book, apparently. Yeah, I've seen and, it on the app. I haven't read any of it. Okay. And then um, a Sandman something dreaming waking hours. I thought that might be up your alley. I don't know if you read it or not. Though. No, I have not read that. I'll have to look into that. Okay. Um, let's see here. Wolverine black. It says black, white, and blood, I guess. I don't, I don't know. I've, I, I've never heard of that one. I read the first issue and it didn't stick out to me. I know it's all on the app, so I should probably go back and read it. Okay. Um, Spider-Man, spider shadow. It's a, a Zdarsky book, so I'm interested in that. I, I heard um, it's good. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Swamp Thing. I'm always hearing good things about Swamp Thing. I just don't think he's a character I'm really into, though, to be honest with you. So I have one of the Alan Moore runs, and it's it's good. Okay. Um, I'll skip that one for a second. Let's see here. No, I'm not going to mention that one. No, I didn't even, I never even heard of half of these things, to be honest with you. Oh, there's a book called The COVID Chronicles, a little on the nose for the year, I guess. But, yeah. Okay. I experienced then, it. I don't want to read it. And then the biggest the biggest book uh, that I'd, I'd be, I'll be reading at some point will be uh, Superman, Son of Kal-El. I just haven't read it. It's after the uh, age up of John. So I, yeah. I need to go back and eventually read that. I'm four issues in. I'm really enjoying it. Okay, good. Yeah. Very good. But the biggest, uh, the biggest, critique i've read about it is it's a bit preachy though would you agree with that no i don't think it really is i mean it's kind of a more modern approach to superman it's almost like ultimate spider-man was at the time okay where it's okay okay i get that it's i don't want to say it's a woke superman but it's kind of that way um there's an issue with refugees he deals with Mm -hmm. 
But uh, one of the things I did like about it is since DC owns Wildstorm, they're pulling in some of the Wildstorm characters, okay, which cool. I thought was interesting. So now, now I'm going to go over to an actual top. Tw- it's a top twenty, but I'll go through them real quick. And if okay. you hear one that you've heard of and wants and chime in on, you let me know. Because again, me, you know, I'm, I'm not going to have read most of these, but yeah, maybe I can chime in if I heard of it. But Hellions is the number twenty on the list. Oh, Hellions was so good. Uh, it mm-hmm. was a it's an X Men book. Um, a uh, Mister Sinister led team of misfits that he's trying to help reform. Mm-hmm. It, a really good book. Unfortunately, it got canceled. Okay. Uh, Made in Korea. It's an image book. This one looks pretty interesting, to be honest with you. Hmm. Um, I might go back into that one. Because uh, it, it has to do with children of men and AI and Earth's birth rate has dropped perceptively, if I can say that word right. And so uh, parents have taken to ordering proxies online and raising artificial children as their own. So I'm like, huh. That's kind of interesting. So, yeah. and every now and then you find a weird one like that. I'm yeah, like, oh, I might want to that one out. Uh, Ultra Mega. It's another image book. Um, mm. If you like kaiju stuff like that, you might be into that kind of stuff. Okay. Let's see, Hollow Heart. It's a Vault comic. Never heard. Of, I never even heard of the company. No. Uh, Commanders in Crisis. Another image book. I think. I think we're seeing a, a trend here about what's yeah. popular out there. Uh, let's see. I well, I think comics have shifted a lot from the superhero stuff. So mm-hmm. that's why image gets a lot of recognition on these type of lists. Gotcha. And then we got wonder woman, Historia, uh, the Amazons. It's a DC book. Uh, mm-hmm. Kelly Sue DeConnick, though, is a writer. And I don't mean mm-hmm. her. Don't kind of jive together. I'm not a big fan of her. To be honest okay. with you. I liked her <laughs> Captain Marvel stuff. She did. Uh, and the book that I'm really interested in, if I could ever get to it, because I'm, uh, what am I going to be at? Probably like 90 issues behind at this point, it feels like. But uh, Nightwing, I've heard nothing but amazing stuff about the fact that Nightwing's probably one of the strongest DC books out there right now. I've actually heard the same thing and just had it recommended yeah. to me this week. Yeah, and so I'm really interested in going back and, and picking up that. And I, I I will read it. I just got to find time to do so. Yeah. Um, and it makes me kind of go, do is it at one point where I need to pull the trigger on a, on a DC app kind of thing like Marvel has, but you said, don't don't bother because of how bad the uh, actual interface is. So yeah, like, oh, it's pretty man. bad. So that kind of stinks. Yeah. But um, here's what I'm really interested. In. I don't know. This might be one to buy. I don't know if you have it or not. But uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: The Last Ronin is number twelve on this list. Oh, that's so good. Sounds, so did I, you buy it or did you just read it? I've read it. Uh, you okay. can get the the uh, issues digitally from the library. Okay, but is it something that's in print to be able to be purchased? Uh, the issues sold out so quick. They're you're looking 30, 40 bucks an issue on eBay right now. No, I'm not looking to buy the issues. I'm, I want to trade. I just want trade. To, uh, I don't think trades out yet. I'm, I've okay. been watching for it. I haven't seen it yet. That is what so I'm once, purchase. once the trade hits. That's when I think I might actually buy from the shelf because it looks amazing. The artwork looks amazing. The story sounds awesome. Yeah, uh, we've got we've got Eastman and Layered back on the book. Yeah. I don't know if they just provided like the. I don't know if they did the actual writing and art or if they were just kind of um. You know, part of the they they were um, doing the outline of it because there's other people listed here. I don't know what they did, but uh, I'm gonna pull. I'm, I'm gonna assume that they were the writers. That Eastman and Laird were writers, but you've also got Tom Waltz, um, Esau, and Isaac Escorza appear to be the artists on it, along with Ben Ben Bishop, but not the Ben Bishop you and I know from the St. Louis Blues. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, man, I'm really interested in this comic. I really, really am. I, I want to know more about it. And I'm, I want to dive into that. So. 
Yeah, oh. let's see. It doesn't doesn't say on uh, the library's app who actually wrote it. It just mm-hmm. has all those people listed too. And then we've got Once in Future by Karen Gillan. I've heard really um, good things about it. It's a, so like a modern here. King Arthur story. That's what it looks like. Yeah, Once in Future King. That's, yeah. so that's why I'm going with it. I agree with you. That's probably what we're going for there. So that's something I might check out. Yeah, I'd like uh, to read the it. Other History of the DC Universe. John Ridley um, is the an award screenwriter, award winning screenwriter who took care of that one. Interesting. So I don't know. I don't yeah. know anything about it. But here we go. Uh, Something is killing the children. Isn't that the one you just recommended that, to me today? That is the one I recommended to you today. I checked out uh, that first James, trade from Tenyon. the library. You didn't tell me it was James Tenyon. So yeah. yeah, no, I'm a big Tenyon fan. I think the guy is a great writer. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So you got this from the library, or was this like a comicsology thing? I got it from the library, but I have a copy of it coming to the house now. <laughs> oh, you just you I, bought the, the trade paperback of it or whatever? Yeah, I bought the trade today after I finished reading it. Gotcha. So, All right. So, I'm gonna so try- you, finished the first, you finished the first issue, or is this you bought it because it was so good you're going to reread it? Kind of I thing? bought it because it's so good. I'm going to reread it. Kaylee's going to want to read it, and I'm going to start picking up okay. the other trades. I think there's four of them out. Okay, so um, give me a quick synopsis without um, spoilers. Okay, um, a a kid. Sorry about that. It, it basically starts out with a kid having some friends over to spend the night, telling about how he saw this monster in his backyard. They thought he was joking, so they went out in the backyard in this ravine. He falls down the ravine, and when he comes back, his friends are all dead. Huh. Okay, that, that's good. Leave it there. I, I'm, right. I'm down. I want to read it now. Yeah, it's it's a horror book, and it's it's pretty <laughs> good. It's it's got it's a very a, a horror topic. Yeah, it's yeah, got so a I'm Stranger Things vibe to it. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and I still need to go back and revisit the one about the uh, where they're living in the trench, the ice trench. Yes. What was the name of that one? I, I Snow Angels to. or whatever. I need to go. Yeah. Keep. I I do too. Uh, something called It's Jeff. Um, yes, it's a Marvel, Marvel comic. It's an Infinity comic that came out of uh, Deadpool. Deadpool has a yeah, land shark pet. Yeah, yep, yeah, because it's got Deadpool. Like the 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 shark is wearing a uh, a tube around it, a floaty tube. Yep, <laughs> and he's uh, got Deadpool symbol on there. So yeah, definitely has that has his fingerprints on it. Yeah, Will's read all twelve uh, issues of it, so it, they're, they're, they're fun. Yeah. Okay. Do you recommend it? Yes, and they don't have words. <laughs> what was that? They don't have words. No words. It's all, it's all oh, silent issues. Oh, yeah. okay. So gotcha. you can go through them real quick, but they're they're entertaining. Okay, then I've got the Good Asian by Image Comics. I haven't heard of that. No, I have anything. I'm trying to read the synopsis real quick. Uh, no, uh, noir. That's a noir book. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. Let's see. The saddest, angriest black girl in town. Black Josie Press. Robin Smith is our writer. And it's her experiences as one of the only black people in a rural Vermont town. Hmm. So, huh. Interesting. Yeah. And then you've got The Many Deaths of Layla Starr. It's a Boom Studios book. Okay. Uh, Five issues only. Uh, One of the most talked about series of the year. Um, according to this website here, it's Den of, Den of Geek is where I'm at getting this from. Okay. Uh, 
the the uh, titular heroine dies in the first issue. So spoiler, oh. <laughs> according to that, I guess I don't know. <laughs> um, Uh, death needs a body is what it says. So it looks like she's going to be, she's going to be possessed by death. Gotcha. Uh, Batman Superman uh, is number four on the list by Gene Luan Yang. And I'm not, that makes me right hesitant about that book right there. Cause I did not enjoy his um, new Superman. Uh, where's the, um, no, the Chinese China one. China book. Yeah. I, I like the, the, I didn't like the character. Uh, his writing was meh, you know, meh. Yeah. It's just the character. So I'd be very apprehensive about this book, but it does have Ivan Reese on art and Danny Mickey doing the ink. So mm. you've got names as far as the art on the book. Yeah. So interesting though. So maybe, maybe I'll pick up in the library. Uh, New Mutants uh, by Vita Ayala. If yep. I'm pronouncing that right. I don't know. Did, oh, did you read that one? Yeah, I've read all of them. Um, uh, New Mutants this year has been okay. Um, focus in recently. It's been focusing a lot on Shadow King. Okay. Um, okay. Book Hellions is better. Hellions was better. Okay. Yeah. Number two, we're getting, and that was number three on the list. Just to let you know, New wow. Year's was rated number three, so pretty high praise on that one. Hmm. Uh, number two, uh, the Department of Truth, Image Comics, another Tinian book. James Tinian is a writer on that guy's. Okay. He's a busy guy. Apparently. Yeah. Um, let's see here. I'm trying to find where they. I, you got to read a little bit just to get into the, what the synopsis is. But um, it says the idea that a collective will will. Ah, they're writing on this is horrible. Turning conspiracy theories real is a hell of a book. So I guess um, here you go. But we now live in a world where a measurable percentage of the American electorate is waiting for JFK Jr. to stroll into a Dallas park, hmm. where NASA can hire a dozen theologians to figure out how pissed people would be if it turned out aliens were real. Um. So interesting. interesting. Yeah. Now this is the book I I've heard of and I want to read it really really bad, but I don't even know how to get a hold of it. I don't know if you have to be on their app to get it, okay. or you can just buy it from. I don't know if you can get it off Comicsology, but if you if you download it or know how to get it, let me know because it's a web comic. Okay. Uh, Batman Wayne Family Adventures. Mm. It's a DC webtoon. Have you okay. heard of it? No, I haven't. I've heard good. I've heard really, really good things about that. It's just, it's, it's, um, it's one of those where it's not dark at all, but it's not too campy or light yeah. either. Um, what, what is it called? It's called Batman Wayne Family Adventures. It's a web tune. Uh, we got CRC Payne is your writer and Star Bright is your artist. I don't know who Star Bright is. I, no, sorry, Star Bite, not Bright. Sorry about that. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's a here. The delightful weekly comic follows Duke Thomas, aka The Signal. Mm -hmm. Since his introduction in 2014, Duke has become a fan favorite member of the Bat Family, and here we see him moving into the Wayne Manor. While this sounds like a simply enough setup, the delightful cartooning makes this one, one of the most elegantly hilarious comics going. Oh, and if that phrase, Bat Family, got you excited, then you're going to love the series as Wayne Family Adventures is the best Bat Family comic going. Interesting. Yeah, it's not yeah. on the library's app. Yeah, and it says the extended Bat family has long been one of the most beloved parts of DC canon. Here, it finally gets a comic befitting the following. Uh, throughout the episodes, fans and Duke interact with Cass Kane, Damian Wayne, Dick Grayson, Steph Brown, Tim Drake, Barbara Gordon, and more. So you've got the big, the basically the whole family yeah. there. So, um, so it's I, I've definitely heard of it. It's on my radar, and I definitely want to. Um, I definitely want to read it. I just don't know how to get a hold of it. I, I, yeah. I want, because I can't imagine it's free, right? I mean, they, I don't think they'd be putting it out for free, but you never know. I, so I'd have to dig into saying, hey, how do you actually get some of that material? Yeah. So. Interesting. I'll have to look into that too. 
So there's your uh, top 20 comic books of 21. Not uh, Now, mind you, did I read any of those? No, didn't read a single one, but plenty on the list that I do want to read. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, as you can tell, that one is the Wayne family one. I definitely want to read Nightwing. Obviously, I want to read that one. Yeah. And then you've got me intrigued about something is killing the children. Um, so I'm all about that. And I'm not going to lie, uh, low, low on the list, but something that's interesting, um, that Made in Korea, by Im- and it's an image book yeah. uh, about the parents raising AI kids, I guess, because it um, it kind of gives off that Alex Nada vibe a yeah, little bit. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. It just has to do with AI. And so I'm interested in it. Uh, just It's just a matter of how available is it to get, you know what I mean? Because sometimes these books are, you hear about them, you read about them, but it's like, how do I even get my hands on it kind of thing sometimes. So, so my library app does have it. Oh, the, the which one? The AI um, one? Yeah, Made in Korea. Made in Korea, okay. So there you go. So maybe that'll be one of yours that you'll have to let me know if it's worth my time or not. Yeah. And then, oh, sorry. And then last but not I'll just to recap again, uh, Last Ronin, the, the Ninja Turtle book. I'm, I'm oh, it's so good. Definitely want to read that one. Yeah. So. And then what's your future kind of sounds interesting. Anything King Arthur is always kind of interesting to me. Yeah, so. and that's, I think, Kieran Gillian, and I like his mm-hmm. work, so yeah, we're checking out. And then we've got the uh, the thumbs up from Will on, uh, it's Jeff. So Yes. That's good by you. Find a way to get that one squared away. So there you have it, top 20 comic mm-hmm. books, 2021. Um, so off that list, which one intrigued you the most? Um, probably once in future. Okay. Um, and I'm going to go through and I'm going to read, finish, uh, something's killing the children. Okay. And then I'll and keep then reading I'll... the X-Men books that come out. Yeah. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you read real books then can keep up with X-Men. That That's a whole, that's just a, it's, you know how you'd have to say it's a universe, but that's so many books and so many characters. <laughs> the X-Men are, it's hard. They're, they're, yeah. That's an intimidating thing to follow. Like some people say that the Batman stuff is intimidating because there's so many Batman books, right? There's, I think X-Men's yeah. way worse than it, it is. As far as how to try to keep up. So I got lucky this week. There was only one issue that came out this week, but normally it's yeah. three to four. It's a lot, and, and it's it's not even a matter of just reading it, but it's also having to remember all of it. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean about everything that happens in those things. Yep. So, but they have know. they have pretty good recaps on them. So. Okay, there you go. And is it um what's it what what's his name um. What, uh, Hickman is it Hickman doing all the X books or doing the main the main two X books still? Um, I don't think he's doing the main X Men book anymore. He's but he's still kind of overseeing it all at least through. Inferno, which I'm about to get to. Okay. What's Inferno? Um, one of the things when they created Krakoa was they did not have any of the, um, any of like the future, like visionary people. So like Destiny, and there was another one called Blindfold. Uh, they were never resurrected, and so, uh, it was because they can see what's going to happen and can manipulate things and they don't want that because they're trying to keep from going into one of these futures where mutants are destroyed that they went through in all the uh house of x and powers of 10 so uh one of the things they've been doing though is stringing on mystique that they're going to bring destiny back at some point and they haven't done it and so she's really upset and i think she goes um somebody helps her bring destiny back and so it's going to throw everything into turmoil so I mean, it seems interesting 
Okay. Yeah, it, it, I don't know. I, I I loved the launch of the new stuff that you had me read, and it was just I I never kept up with it. From yeah. And at this point, I mean, there's so many titles, and the ones that first started out there, twenty three, twenty four issues now, so two years worth of books. It, it, it's hard to, How do you even try to keep up with that. <laughs> Good Lord. So I don't know, man. I don't know. But Hey, I did pull this up real quick. Mm-hmm. You wanna, I want to go over these with you real quick. If you got okay. time, we'll yeah. go, we'll go real fast. Uh, top 25 uh, movies from Denny geeks. I, I enjoy their, their recaps. So, okay. uh, black widow. We've talked about that one. Yeah. Um, tick, tick, boom. That's with Garfield in it. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to see that. Yeah, me too. Okay. I didn't know if you had seen it. Yet. Part of it. Uh, something called Zola. I have no clue what that is. Me neither. But, um, I don't really think I want to know. I don't know. I'm reading. The, I'm trying to flash by this recap just real quick and see if there's anything out there that makes me want to watch it. But no, not really. Uh, let's see. Uh, Spencer. It's with Chris, uh, Kristen Stewart portraying Princess Diana. Who would have thought that Twilight Girl would be Princess Diana? <laughs> God. Who would have thought that Twilight guy was going to be Batman? That's true. That's very true. Good call. Yeah. Good counterpoint. Uh, the card counter has Oscar Isaac in it. I, I don't know anything about it, but I, I want to watch because I, I enjoy pretty much everything Oscar Isaac's in. These yeah, days. same. Um, the Night House is listed here as probably the best horror movie of 2021. Hmm. Um, so I'm interested in that one. Uh, but supernatural stuff is what it sounds like. So yeah, yeah. not anything different that we've seen lately. Uh, Nightmare Alley. I have no idea what this thing is, but it's Guillermo del Toro and... I bring this up because I wanted to get your take on what you think of Guillermo del Toro. Do you like him as a director? I do. Yeah, I never saw uh, whatever the water one was. The Shape of Water. Yes, and I, I never saw that. I wanted to. I like I like weird stuff. So, um, so I guess the last one I saw was Pan's Labyrinth, mm-hmm. which was which I loved, and I thought it was visually stunning, and it had a great story. I, I like. I like what I've seen. Okay. Because I'm on the opposite end of that spectrum. <laughs> I can't yeah. stand Game of Totoro, to be honest. I think his crap is just, it, it is, it's just crap to me. Yeah. It, it, now, mind you, what you said about his his films being visually stunning, they are. They really are. I agree with you 100% on that. Mm. But his storytelling and the mo- movies and scripts themselves, I just, I, I don't get this guy being such a big player in Hollywood. I don't get it. I yeah. just don't. Um, I'm all for him being a, a film geek and a, a movie historian kind of geek kind of guy. I love that part of it because it's kind of like Tarantino, you know, Yeah. part of it. But I just I'm not a huge fan of his work. I'm just not. So that his movie Nightmare Alley, I have no I, I, I'll pass hardcore pass because I hated Shape of Water so much. And the yeah. fact that that thing won awards, I'm just like, how and why? I don't get it. I so you're don't. not going to see his Pinocchio when it comes out. No, <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> all right, number eighteen, Shang Chi. Love Shang Chi. I heard a lot of people talking crap about Shang Chi, but I, I loved it. I loved it too. I thought it was great. So I'm not going to let anyone talk bad about the movie. It was yeah. entertaining, and I liked it a lot. Um, because it was, the, I think, when I talked to you last, it was about the fact that they're like Shang Chi. How would Shang Chi ever participate in having any kind of, you know, part in fighting, you know, a Thanos? You know, what would he do? He couldn't do anything against Thanos, right? So. Well, that's why you have like, eh. people of different powers fighting different Correct, levels yeah. of crime. Yeah, right, yeah. And then we got In the Heights. Um, that was that like musical. Lin- yeah, Lin Manuel Miranda. Yeah, that guy. He's everywhere. You can't get rid of that guy if you try. Yeah. Uh, Psycho Gorman. Have you heard of Psycho Gorman? No, I've not. 
Never heard of it. Don't know the director's name. Does Steven Kostansky, does that guy sound familiar to you at all? No, it doesn't. Uh, so we won't spend any time talking about that. Last Night in Soho, I've heard of it, and it's Edgar Wright. I thought that might be up your alley. I, I haven't seen it. I want to. Yeah, so I'm, I'm down with that one. I'll try to catch that when I can get it from the library. So, but since it's Edgar Wright. Now, look at this. Look at your movies on the list. Your Suicide Squad made number 14 on the list. <laughs> it was such a fun movie. You, Peacemaker, you love that suicide. Peacemaker really is do. so good. Have you watched Peacemaker yet? No, I haven't. No, I haven't had time. It's good. It's good. Okay. John Cena is just. He's pretty funny in it. Yeah, he's unreal. Cool. You, uh, you, the tragedy. Of you would like. You would like Peacemaker. Oh, What'd you say? You would like Peacemaker just for the conversation he has with his neighbor about Batman. Okay, there you go. Then I'll I'll be down for it then. Yeah. Okay. Uh, sorry, I did uh, The Tragedy of Macbeth was number 13 on this list. It's okay. uh, Denzel Washington's take as Macbeth. Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of interested in it, and plus it's got Frances McDormand in it, and anything she's in these days is pretty yeah. damn good. So maybe. It's not like one I'm going to be like, oh, I have to go see it kind of thing. Yeah. Very excited to watch it. Um, no Time to Die is the James Bond movie. I'm behind and, on those, um, so I need to I get a, caught up. Yeah, me too. Uh, Pig, I think I talked about that last time. I started, but haven't actually watched it. But it's, it's Nick Cage making a best of list, yes. dude, at number 11. I've heard, so, I've heard nothing but good things on it. So it, it's a cheap John Wick knockoff is what they said. So I'm like, now I'm sold so hardcore, yeah. sir. Yes. <laughs> you make me want to watch it bad now. Uh, the worst person in the world. Uh, hmm. Trying to see who this person is that's in the thing here. But uh, no, we're going to run right by that one. I don't care no. about that one. Summer of Soul. This is a movie that would probably be up. It's a music. Uh, looks like a music documentary. Yeah, about it, was, it was on my list. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. Did you watch it or that you just want to watch no, it? No, I, I watched it. it you watched it? Okay. Yeah. It, it was really good. It was by Questlove of the Roots. Yeah. So it, really good. Uh, a lot of artists I hadn't heard of, so it was good learning some new music. Uh, I'm going to do two real quick. The Last Duel. I mm-hmm. heard that that was garbage, but it's number eight on here. That Because that was Damon and the Athlete for that one. Yeah. And, really and they wrote it. Yeah. Most so of what do you think? Well, gonna, I'll check it out just because they did it. Yeah, I want to. I want to see it. Uh, Green Knight is with Dev Patel. I want to see um, that too. I don't know anything about it though, but it says here this wild and hallucinogenic interpretation of 14th century verse. I was like, ah, you got to be high to enjoy it. Is what it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> this one's really intriguing to me, but I hate the the director. But you, I think you like him. But well, no, I don't hate it. I'll take that back. I'll take that back because he did do uh, Boogie Nights, right? Paul Thomas Anderson did Boogie Nights. Yeah. So I'll give him that one. I think everything else he's done is crap, though. <laughs> I, see, he he does weird stuff, but he yeah. he does weird stuff well. Yeah, but Licorice Pizza is the one I'm, I'm mentioning yeah, here. So I want to yeah, see I've, it. I've seen nothing but good things about it, so I'm I'm very interested in seeing it. Yeah. Uh, Bo Burnham's Inside, a comedy special, makes number five. Hmm. I guess it's, it's it's his take about COVID. I've heard it's really dark, actually. Uh, yeah, he goes to a dark place in that. Uh, West Side Story, it's the Spielberg remake. I, I could care less to be honest yeah. with you. I've seen the original. I tried to watch this next one. I tried to watch seven times. I swear to God, I pushed play on this so many times, but didn't actually sit down and give it any attention. Which was uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. I really want to watch that one. Yeah, I want to watch it too. Um. And if you ask me why didn't I give it my full attention, I couldn't even tell you. I, I don't know why I couldn't just sit down. I, I just kept losing my focus on it, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Belfast is number two on the list. I never heard of it, but mm. Kenneth Branagh. Um, okay. It's, it's a black and white picture. Yeah. Uh, don't know anything about it, though. And I'm yeah, I don't to know much about it. 
but uh, Innocence of Childhood, Existence is Acting, blah, 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 blah. Eh, Kenneth Branagh, doing a black and white film. So I'm like, eh, maybe. Yeah. And then number one, do you want to take a stab at what number one for 2021 was? Spider-Man. No, not no. at all. Dune. Dune number one. Spider-Man really? didn't even make the list. Dune was number one. Well, that invalidates the list. <laughs> Dune was a good movie, but man, Spider-Man was unreal. They didn't, they didn't even make the list, man. So, and then here, I'm going to read some. I'll tell you, I don't think I've heard of most of these. These were their honorable mentions that they didn't put on there. Right. Uh, you ready? Here we go. Honorable mentions. This is it. Ready? Right. French Dispatch, Velvet Underground. I think I've heard of Velvet Underground, but I don't know what's. I don't know why that sounds familiar to me. Uh, the harder they fall, that sounds familiar too. Yeah. Uh, Power of the Dog. That's the one I can't let go. That's yeah. the one I'm too obsessed with to try to figure out why everyone says that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Check it out. Spider Man No Way Home. Only an honorable mention. No. <laughs> uh, Matrix Resurrections is on here. Uh, mm. The Lost Daughter Swan Song. I care a lot. That got a lot of hype uh, yeah, on too. Netflix. Uh, Free Guy is on here. Good. Uh, Eternals, House of Gucci, Godzilla versus Kong, Stillwater. I still want to see Stillwater. Yeah. Uh, I think Val. I think in Val the Val Kilmer documentary. Yeah, it is. Okay, so I want to watch. I do want to watch that one. Uh, Werewolf Within. Don't know what it's about, but I kind of want to check that out. Quiet Place Two. I really want to see that. Good. Kaylee and Aaron uh, said it was good. Okay. Cool. Uh, the Many Saints of Newark. That was the um, the Soprano prequel. Soprano movie. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I didn't I've really heard, have any interest. I've heard mixed on it. Okay. Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. So definitely want to see that. one Yeah, I want to see that too. So many movies that came out. Didn't see many of them. Yeah. <laughs> With you. So I would say though, based on this list, if they weren't for Spider-Man No Way Home, I don't really consider Twenty One a strong year for movies. Yeah, I would agree. Okay, I'm glad you. I'm glad. The only thing I, I, that's really intriguing, I want to see Licorice Pizza. It just has that that feeling that. Yeah. Not a big budget film that sounds like it'd be pretty decent. Yeah. Um, and Pig, I really want to watch Pig. Uh, I don't know why, but if I, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going to trash on your movie a little bit. But if the Suicide Squad is number fourteen on the best of list. I'm like, hmm, <laughs> it wasn't that strong of a year. <laughs> and, and tell me why Suicide Squad would be before Shang Chi? Would you list it in front of Shang Chi? I, I did. think you did. Didn't you? I, yeah, I did. Oh gosh! Wow. Yeah. I um. I, I don't know. It just. Uh, I was just so immersed in the Suicide Squad. Shang-Chi was great. Some of the ending felt a little little bit dragged on. Um, but just the craziness. Like uh, Suicide Squad was one where I sat there and I did not know what was going to happen. I didn't know who was going to make it out of the movie. And it gave us Peacemaker. In which that gave us the TV show. So yeah. that's why you yeah. And and really James Gunn knows how to write these obscure characters so well. Yeah. So yeah, there's your uh, 2021 and they had TV on here, but I think we're, we've gone pretty long as it is. So yeah. and I think we covered TV pretty well last time. Yeah, I think uh, so. so uh, Liquor's pizza. Um, what was the other one I said? Uh, I, I, uh, the night house. I definitely want to see night house. Mm. Cause it's your horror movie that made the list. So yeah. I got to give the, the obligatory one horror movie on here that, um, yeah, Oh, last night in Soho. We we both said yeah. that we want to try to check that one out. So there's some there's some we've got some homework for twenty twenty two here to try to get caught up um, on what we missed from last year, and then um, 
I think we did pre- on an earlier episode. We kind of hit on at least the the Marvel stuff that's coming out here in 2022. So we got got plenty to keep us busy this year. Yes, this we stuff. do. There's there's going to be a lot coming out. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. And um, here's to uh, hopefully how about this less car trouble. Yes. Uh, good good AEW stuff to come and. Uh, Hopefully I can read some more stuff instead of just <laughs> yeah. try. when you get so far behind on comics, you don't realize how much of your time you're doing to uh, get caught up. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe I can try to get caught up a little faster. I will say that uh, daredevil I'm flying through it, to be honest with you. Um, I think I sent you a text about it. Yeah. And I cannot recommend it enough. I think you'd fly through it too. So Super I think, good. I think after you do daredevil, you should go to uh Ta-Nehisi Coates's captain America run that's going on. It's not, Anything new, but he's done More, it so you think well. I should do, do you think I should do that in front of a Nightwing? Oof. I don't know. I've heard a lot of good about Nightwing, but man, the, this run he's doing on Captain America is really good. Okay. Is, is Steve Rogers, um, is he, he's capping this? I'm yes, he is. Am I right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's kind of rehashing. Cap has been framed for a murder. Hmm. So, I mean, it's something we've seen before, but the way he does it is, is it's a fresh take on it. Okay. Um, hmm. Okay. Uh, so the run on and I'm so give, get, I'm sorry. I was I was distracted by one thing. I was looking at on this website. Mm-hmm. Give me a quick recap on what it's doing again with this with this run. What's he doing with it? Uh, on the Captain America. Yeah. Um, Captain America has been framed for a murder. This is after the whole uh, uh, Cap is part of Hydra okay. angle they did. Um, which wasn't well met. I thought that was that was kind of people kind of gave that the uh, thumbs down on that. Yeah, he didn't. <laughs> he didn't write any of that. Um, okay. So he's just kind of coming in the aftermath. But it brings back um, Red Skull and Alexander Luskin from the okay. the uh, Winter Soldier run. Okay. So. Okay. okay. So you're, it seems like you're done with. And is is he is Cap back to being regular Cap or because and Daredevil? And the reason why I ask is because where I'm at in Daredevil, Cap is old. Yeah, he's back to de-age Cap. Yeah. Okay. And they what? Where did they de-age him? Like what's what did they do? An event that did that, or did they just do that in the book, or did a writer just come and go? Okay, forget everything. We're just starting from start, like doing a fresh start on Cap or something like that. I really have no clue. Okay. See, and that's stuff that bothers me, which you know. You'd have to, I guess you'd have to do your, your homework yeah. and try to figure out what that was all about. So, quick, okay. quick check on Wikipedia, you'll get caught up. Yeah, 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 you're right. But still, it's just, you know, they do weird things like that. And what I appreciate about this run I'm on with uh, Daredevil right now, um, one of the critiques I've read about it before I started it was that um, with everything that Wade did with his epic run, as far as how long it was and building these new characters and this new writer comes in and kind of just gets rid of it. Mm. Uh, what Charles soul does though, is he did an amazing job addressing why I won't, I, you know, I, I guess you could say a retcon of a run. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you call it that, but um, explain why they put the character back to a certain way Yeah, without trying to spoil it too much, which I hope I, I'm sorry if I, I don't think I did. No, if I did, I apologize. Um, but uh, he did an amazing job, really, really good job of addressing everything. And he did it in a, in a pretty, cool way that pays homage to what Wade did and didn't just kind of he, he was he's one of those writers that goes hey Wade did an amazing job I'm going to pay him his dues on how well he did and, and yeah. incorporate it into my book instead of just instead of just taking the approach of hey I'm the writer on it now and I'll do whatever I want with this character yeah he, he did the anti-Bendis if I can say that 
<laughs> yeah, you can say that. That that makes a lot of sense. Okay, because uh, I'm not really happy with Bendis right now. I'm kind of pissed off about it. And the more I kind of let it sit with me and what he's done, what he did with soup, with what he did with Superman, um, I'm not happy with him. I'm yeah. just not. I just I, I I'm not trying to pile on the guy where he's he's got plenty of flack about what he's done with it, but um. Jay, I'm not happy. Yeah. <laughs> what he did to Superman, I'm just well, not. <laughs> I wasn't happy with what he did to X Men, so. So we're even, right? Yeah. <laughs> so okay, there you go. There, there you have it. There's our 2021 review. Um, a lot of stuff still comes out. Pandemics don't stop content from coming out, and it doesn't stop us from not being able to keep keep up with it. Yeah. <laughs> you would have you would thought with pandemics we could keep up with stuff maybe a little easier. Eh, no, there's just too much to keep up on. Yeah, there really is. Or you're like me, when you should be reading the stuff that you haven't read, you just go back and you're watching Daredevil for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> Netflix. <laughs> so, all right, sir. Uh, all right. Until next time. Okay. We'll see you. See you. Right. Thanks for listening. You can find us on our website, nerdcast.com. That's N-Y-R-D-C-A-S-T. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching at Nerdcast. This week's song is Fired Up by Nathan Gray and the Iron Roses.